And you may ask yourself, is this 2020, 2021 again? You may ask yourself a lot of questions. One of those questions is to send or not to send. That is thy question. Do we send a mass notification? Do we not? Episode 59, welcome to it. That's what we are talking about in this episode. Advocating for public education, sharing our stories, and celebrating our schools, students, teachers, and staff. From crisis communications to media relations, social media, and everything in between, we're here to give you the best strategies, tools, and techniques to help educators help our kids. Welcome to the School PR Podcast. And now, here's your host, Ryan Ferran. Welcome to the School PR Podcast. Welcome back. So glad you are with us. If you have not joined our private Facebook group, go ahead. The link is in the description, the show notes here, or you can just search Facebook for School PR Podcast. We're also on Twitter, School PR Podcast. This is actually our sixth year that we've been podcasting. First episode was in 2017. It's now 2022, and yeah, same as it ever was. Seems like that, right? So probably four years strong is actually what we've been doing. First podcast was in 2017, December, but uh, and we just started 2022. But four years in the podcast. Thank you so much to everyone who was supported. Really appreciate it. Want to get a new episode out about when to send a message, when not to send a message. Episode 57, by the way, I'm seeing a lot of posts in some of our PR Facebook groups still about recruitment strategies for staff. I did a whole episode about that, some tips, techniques, how you can recruit for subs, staff. We're all experiencing staffing shortages right now, so have a lot of good information on that. Our most listened to episode was episode 55 when we talked about website accessibility and equity with Steve from Blackboard that has over 300 downloads as of now. So check that out. Had to do a little once in a lifetime by the talking heads because this is once in a lifetime. What a January we had the spike with COVID and finally we are in February and things are coming down. So this is really good news. So I want to go back and talk about when we send a message and when we don't send a message. And this isn't really even COVID related. This is more about the social media challenges and devious licks, the TikTok things. And maybe there's a statewide walkout plan or some of those initiatives. Do we send a message to our community? Do we not send a message to our community? I want to start with this. A reason not to send a message is because of your neighboring district sent a message. We see this a lot. So-and-so neighboring district sent a message, so we should. Board member says, my friend who is in our this district next to us, they got a message about this. Why aren't we sending one? We should send one. So-and-so, because somebody else sent a message about something, 
is not a reason to send a message. I want to be very clear about that. It doesn't mean you can't because other districts are, but it's not the one reason that you should send a message. If that's your only reason you're sending a message, do not send it. It's a mistake. And we see this a lot because there's a pressure of they did it, let's do it. Education, like a lot of industries, is a copycat industry. Because somebody sends a message is not the reason you should be sending it. So then why do we send a message and why don't we? You need to ask yourself those questions. Sometimes it's very obvious and you, like myself, listening to this podcast, we tend to want to over-communicate than under-communicate, which is great. But sending something out just because somebody else did or because, you know, X person said their their neighbor or friend received it in another district is not the reason. So let's go over some of the reasons why you should and what you can use to make that decision. Because it is a tough decision a lot of the times. And a lot of us have been in rooms with our superintendent, our cabinet, and going, hmm, do we need to send something out on this? Will it make this situation worse? Will we increase anxiety and tension in our community unnecessarily? We don't want to do that. Will we cause panic? That doesn't need to be caused. So those are difficult conversations that we have all have had and discussed. But have you ever thought about the why and the process of some of those difficult decisions? I want to start with this on the why, and that's the data. So you can use data, gather data to figure out if you should actually be sending a message to your community or not. And here's some of the data that you can gather and some of the questions you can ask to get that data. So the first question is obviously, is this impacting our district? And sometimes it's not. So if it's not impacting your district, why would you send a message? You have to have a really good answer for that. And sometimes it's because somebody wants it sent and that's important. But if it's not impacting your district, you should not be sending it. So where do you get the data from? Several areas where you should get your data. And this goes back to relationships in your district and why they're so important. But one of the first steps I often make when I'm not sure if this is impacting our districts is talk to your principals. So start getting data from your principals. Email them, call them. Are you hearing about this? Maybe it was your principal that gave you a heads up, one of your principals that gave you a heads up about something. So then you need to ask how many parents, how many people have contacted you about this? How many staff have asked? Take that data and then ask the rest of your principals. Who is hearing about this? How many phone calls are you getting? How many emails have you gotten? Then you can start to gather some data and track it with other situations, messages you've sent in the past. So a great group to start with is your principals. Another place where you can get data is your PTA 
parents, your PTA presidents, parents you know that are in the district. Another very underutilized resource is staff who are parents in your district. We have some phenomenal staff that also just happen to be parents in our district that I can go to and say, hey, are you hearing about this? What do you know? What can you tell me? PTA presidents, staff that are parents in your district, ask them and get data from them. If the answer is, no, I haven't heard it, you talk to five, six, seven, eight, ten parents, that's great data. If you talk to 10, 12 parents and said, yeah, no, I've heard about this, people are talking about it, also great data. Where else can you get some good stats, good numbers from about making this important decision? Do we send an email to thousands and thousands of people? Which is, you know, that's a great responsibility. Your students. Talk to your student leaders. Your ASB. For me, it's fantastic. I have an internship program with some of the greatest leaders on campus. I can talk to them directly basically anytime I need to. If you don't have an internship program, if you don't have a direct line to students, A, you should get one for sure. B, talk to your principals or see who they can go to, the ASB, and get student data. Hey, are you hearing about this on campus? Are students talking about this? We heard about this walkout. Are students, you know, is this a big deal? Are students thinking about this? That's another great option to get opinions, numbers, data to make this decision. So say the data is a little bit mixed. You hear from your two of four middle school principals that, yeah, we're hearing about this. I've heard this a, a few times. Or maybe it's just your one high school or your one middle school that your principal and your PTA parent says, yeah, no, they're talking about this. But your other schools, your other middle school and your other high schools aren't here about hearing about this. They're not talking about it. It's not at the water cooler. It's not on social media. So then narrow your communication. It doesn't need to be district-wide. You can just send it to those parents, just those staff at that school. Start from there. And if it needs to go bigger, it can. But you don't need to start big. You can start by a specific school site, a specific demographic within your district. Then you can always broaden the message and send it to different levels, to all the middle schools, to all the middle and elementary schools. And now we need to send it district-wide. So start. If you need to, maybe one school, yes, this is a big topic for us. The other schools, we haven't heard a peep. Start at a specific school. You don't need to message the entire district. Then the next step in a lot of these processes are, do we post it on social media as well? And you don't always necessarily need to post it on social media, but you do always need to keep in mind that whatever you send to a parent can be posted on social media within seconds, released to the media, et cetera, et cetera. So just assume that it's going there. But whether you put it on there directly or not, you can think about that as well. Does it need to be there? And then if it does, so say you just send it to one or two schools and you put it on social media, then why aren't you sending it to the entire district anyway? 
So if you're sending to one or two schools, I probably would not put it on your district social media. So think about that as well. And when you're sending messages about whatever the issue may be, remember devious licks and the vandalism that was happening at schools, you want to be careful of what you put in the message because of what I just said. All messages to parents are basically public, could be on social media in seconds, go to the media just as fast. So you want to let people know about the situation, but know whatever you say is going to be or could be very public and viral, as they say, in your community within seconds. So do you want to get into graphic detail about the damage done to your school, how much money it's costing, procedures you're getting into, or you want to be a little bit more vague about, we know this is happening, we're aware of it, and we're taking steps, etc., etc. So just know that what you put out there, even if you're sending to just one school, could be picked up easily by whoever, wherever, and whenever. So look, data can help. Relationships are key. Talk to people, get numbers. How many people are sending emails? How many people are calling? How much are you hearing this? Get data. Because another district in your county sending a message is not the reason to send a message. Because so-and-so got a letter from their superintendent in this district close to us and they work for us does not constitute a reason to send a message. Get the data. My good buddy, Trinette Marquis would be very proud. By the way, she's written two books now. Go buy them. One is all about data. She is the data guru. Her first book, which you can get on Amazon, go get it right now, Engaging Data, Smart Strategies for School Communication. I had her on on episode nine. And what's even more impressive about being an author is being an author times two. She just wrote a new book. It is, let me scroll down and find the exact title. The Communicating Principle Practical Strategies for School Leaders. I'll drop the links to both these books. Trinette's amazing. She is our new executive director for Calspra, and she knows all about data. So I I think she would like this episode about gathering data before you make a decision. And I hope I gave you some ways to gather data because it is confusing. It is, we ask ourselves, we go back and forth. Should we send a message? Should we not? But I really, I like Trinette's kind of philosophy. You fall back on data to make a wise decision. And that really helps a lot of the principles of what we do in school communications. I hope you find that helpful once in a lifetime, except it's 2022 and we experienced this in 2021 and 2020, but you guys are doing amazing work. The parents and staff really appreciate everything that you are doing to support them give them the critical information and just be there as a sounding board and provide so many resources. So keep up the great work, join our private Facebook group, check us out on Twitter, school PR podcast, and we can't wait to chat with you guys again. Thank you so much. 
talk soon. <laughs>